1420 WAMV, we continue with the morning show, and right now a new study documents uh, financial strain on families and caregivers. AARP endorses tax credits for those providing care for adult family members and their friends. And right now we have Jim Dow with us, and Jim is the state director for AARP for the state of Virginia. And it's a, a pleasure to have you with us, Jim. Mary Lou, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So um, tell us, Jim, uh, what is a family caregiver and what do they do exactly? Well, the simplest answer is it's probably you and me. Uh, at one point or another, every one of us is probably going to have served as a caregiver, will need a caregiver, or is currently serving as a caregiver. Um, most of us don't think of ourselves as caregivers. We're talking about, you know, providing the kind of help that, you know, you just think of doing because, you know, I'm a husband or I'm a son. Um, right. And it could be everything from, you know, leaving work early to, to take mom to the doctor uh, or helping balance a checkbook. Um, some cases it involves, uh, you know, you know, more intensive things like, you know, helping change or go to the bathroom. And there are family caregivers that have to do, you know, pretty complex medical tasks that would make almost all of us squeamish. Um, it's, it's, it's a very intense uh, labor of love. And um, what did your study uncover uh, regarding the financial strain of being a family caregiver? Yeah. Well, there's certainly an emotional strain and, and you know, there can be impacts on our health. Uh, this study focuses on the financial security of caregivers. Um, uh, AERP survey found that uh, almost 8 in 10 family caregivers spend money out of their own pocket to care for their loved ones. Um, and, and when you add it up, the average caregiver spends more than $7,200 per year, again, out of their own pocket to provide care for their loved ones. Um, and on average, that's about a quarter of annual take-home pay for the average caregiver. Like that's that's a huge chunk of change. Um, the the and again, that's just on average. When you get to people who provide care for loved ones with uh, Alzheimer or dementia, I mean, that average number goes up to uh, almost nine thousand dollars. It gets more acute. Um, you know, it, it's it's a big financial strain, and and when you're spending that much to help care for a loved one. Um, it means that more often than not, a lot of caregivers are going to do things that shortchange their own financial security. They stop saving. They pull money out of saving. Um, we've heard from caregivers that, you know, have stopped um, or cut back on medical treatments, you know, just to uh, avoid the cost uh, because they can't afford it. And, of course, that kind of thing catches up with us. You know, you don't save enough. You, um, you know, you take a, a, you know, your health uh, takes a shot. Um, I mean, that that gets really costly on the back end. Both for you know you as an individual, for employers, um, uh, for taxpayers, for all of us really. And you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, and, and eventually um, Peter's going to come knocking at the door, eventually wanting some funds, and and uh, it, it may or may not be there as much as you need uh, for yourself down the road. That's right. That's right. And That's and like right. Albert Einstein said, the most powerful force in the universe is compound interest. Um, <laughs> So putting it off now packs a much bigger wallop later. Exactly. Um, but we think, but you mentioned the you mentioned the the bill that we're endorsing, and we think that it can help. I mean, there are a lot of things that impact family caregivers, and so you know, the bad news is that, is that there's a lot of things that we need to do to help family caregivers. But the good news is there are things that we can do now that will offer some help. Uh, and one of them is this Credit for Caring Act. It's in Congress now. It's been introduced at least the last or last two Congresses. Um, it is 
bipartisan. And how often do you get to say that anymore about anything? Um, exactly. Bipartisan, bipartisan legislation in both the House and the Senate, and it would provide up to a $5,000 tax credit uh, for, um, you know, eligible caregivers to pay for things or to offset the, the spending on things like, you know, medical costs and housing costs and transportation costs that they pay, that they pay for in, in, in service of their loved ones. Um, so what kinds of challenges are family caregivers been facing, especially since COVID hit? Oh, you know, caregiving, again, for those of us who have gone through it, you know, I wouldn't trade my experiences caring for my aunt or my wife, you know, for anything in the world. But, you know, it has always come with challenges. Um, it is hard to, um, uh, it's hard to, to have like a stable work life. Uh, more than oh, yeah. 60% of caregivers working um, say that they've had at least one work-related, you know, impact or challenge as a result of their caregiving. And it's different, you know, when, when you know, when m my daughter was born, you know, there's a lot of understanding of what it is to, you know, have to leave work early to take your daughter to the doctor, take your kid to the dentist. Um, there's a lot less understanding when it's, I need to leave work early to go take care of mom. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, work is a challenge. Long-term savings is a challenge. Um, and since the pandemic, it's just gotten worse. And a lot of us lost, you know, lost the kind of, you know, the safety nets that we had. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, communities, neighbors, um, you know, that, that, that support structure just kind of fell. And for many mm -hmm. uh, family caregivers, these loved ones live, you know, in a different home. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think a lot of us were worried about visiting people like my, my parents who are older, you know, what are we bringing into their house? What are we exposing right. them to? Um, so there's an element of isolation and then that gets multiplied, you know, by a, like a, by a factor of 10 when you have a loved one who's in, you know, a, a long-term care facility. You know, some it's been, there are people that didn't get to see their loved ones for a year, maybe just right. through the other side of a window, or or hopefully if there was, um, you know, like a, you could do a video call. Um, but that's that's been a huge emotional cost. Some of the, and some of the saddest stories are, are, you know, people who weren't able to be with, you know, their loved one, you know, during their last days. and, and um, so the, the, the pandemic just shined a light on, on how difficult it is for family caregivers. Um, uh, and, and, and has always been, um, yeah. And so hopefully, hopefully we can do something to, to provide at least, you know, the next step in, in helping family caregivers serve as that backbone of our long-term care system. Now, so what advice, Jim, would you give to caregivers right now that, um, for resources that they may need that maybe ARP can help them with. Uh, I appreciate you asking. Uh, we've been working in this uh, in this part of the, the game for a long time, and you can find a bunch of great resources at aarp.org/caregiving. Um, uh, you know anything from help from finding a long-term care facility, you know helping find respite care, helping kind of just keep yourself sane. I, I would say that right now, you know, three concrete tips for family caregivers. To, to get a handle on things, um, you know, first get your house in order. Take note of all the routine expenses for the person that you care for. Make sure that you're uh, paying attention to the ones that you've been paying for. Um, make sure that you have all the important documents like wills and insurance information, you know, in a safe and accessible place. Right. Number two, got to talk to your loved ones about their wishes. Um, you know, some of these conversations aren't easy, but they're incredibly important, and you want to make sure that you know who. who 
you know, everything about their medical team, their prescriptions, their, their health insurance. And you need to have conversations about their wishes for their end of life care and estate. Um, and then finally, and this gets back to the point of our study, you got to make a plan for managing the money, um, both for yourself and for the loved one. You know, you want to keep track of your own income and expenses, you know, what you're spending for your loved one, what kind of uh, budget you have available to them. Uh, it's, you know, it's not easy. I should say that they are, um, these steps are, may seem kind of simple, but they are definitely not easy. No, they're not. No, they're not. So I, I, I speak from experience there. It is not. And it's all a matter of you devoting your time to them, too. And yeah. sometimes that can get a little bit, even though you may have other family members to help you along, it's still it's still a you know a balancing act where everybody's got to be part of it and everybody's got to help and everybody's got to do their part but you know sometimes things all don't always just go smoothly and that's where it gets a little tricky to be able to figure all that stuff out sometimes and it doesn't yeah, matter I'd... if there's one or two or four of you it doesn't, it, it still yeah. can get difficult you know and, and I, I haven't heard many of those out... stories where I'm sorry I haven't heard I, many of those I, stories where things go smoothly. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. And make sure you take out time for yourself, too, because you will get very worn down over the time of taking care of your loved one, even though it, yeah. you go, oh, no, no, I'll do that. You know, yeah, sure. Um, it's fine, but you got to fit you know, them in slot one, and that that gets a little difficult sometimes. And, and it does. Very if, you know, so I, I fully understand, but... Uh, it, it's a blessing in the end, but it, it's tough. It's tough going through the times sometimes. Yeah. But we thank you, Jim, so much for sharing all your information with us today. And uh, is there anything you wish to add before I let you go? I, I just say very often for family caregivers, you know, we're kind of inventing this for ourselves, thinking that we're in it alone. You know, there are plenty of books out there on, like, what to expect when you're, you know, when you're expecting a baby, but there aren't that many resources you think that are out there for, for helping uh, navigate the challenges of family caregiving, know that you're not alone, that there are resources out there, that there are help. There are other people like you, Mary Lou, that can help share stories, you know, listen and, and, and offer you know, the, the voice of experience, both good and bad. Yes. Yes. So, but we thank you, Tim, for being with us and uh, we hope you have a wonderful day and, and thank you for being on the program today. Thank you, Mary Lou. I very much appreciate it. Well, you take care. We'll talk soon. Sounds great.